You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 126. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 126. Hi, Kristen. My name is Gabrielle, and I just submitted a application to be on the podcast And I also just wanted to include um, a couple other things, um, you know, outside factors that are contributing to my business hardships right now. Um, Last year, I had a hysterectomy and I'm still trying to recover from um, the physical side effects of that, just not being able to be very active, um, going to physical therapy. And I also deal with a lot of mental health issues. So I've been on different medications, going to, um, to therapy and, um, just trying to really get a hold, a good handle on my life right now as a whole. And so that has been pretty difficult to have a sort of, you know, set routine because of all the changes that's happened recently. And I feel like that's really contributing to where I'm at as far as the success that I'm able to maintain. Um, so I just wanted to add those couple little variables, not little, I know they're not little, but, um, just to give you a better idea and sense of the, um, just my business as a whole and where I'm at personally. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you are doing well. It's been a while since I've released a podcast. I have been working on my other podcast, which is Business Pathfinder. So if you are wanting every week episodes from me, you can go to Business Pathfinder and search for that in your favorite podcast app and you will find it. And I will be there every week in your earbuds, in your car speaker, wherever you listen to this podcast and however you listen to it. So this episode is with Gabrielle and this is a part one of my session with Gabrielle. I had one long session with her and because The first part of it was very different from the second part. I really needed and wanted to split it up so that 
it made more sense for you listeners. When I'm coaching somebody on the podcast or even privately, we go in many different directions depending on what my coaching client needs. And in this session with Gabrielle that I did, it really was a very distinct part one where you know, I'm looking at her business. She has two businesses. She has a pet treat business. She also has an overnight pet sitting business. And both of those work really well together for obvious reasons. But she really wants to get her treats out there and into more stores. She also wants to be able to make enough money in her business to be able to eventually move out of her parents' house and move into her own home as much as she loves her parents. And, you know, it's nice living with her parents when she's not doing overnight sitting. She really would prefer to have her own home so that she can really ah, have some space to herself, some quiet, some peace and serenity that's all hers. And so this is part one Part two is a very different session, and so I'll tell you more about that when you get to part two, but for now, this is part one of my session with Gabrielle. Enjoy. Hello, Gabrielle. Hi. Is that how I say your name, or is it Gabrielle? Gabrielle. Okay, wonderful. It is so good to connect with you You today. You too. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited too. So tell me a little bit about you and your business. I'd love to know about that and about you. Yeah. So I live in North Idaho, so I'm in the Pacific Northwest and I do overnight pet sitting for my clients. So when they go out of town, Mm -hmm. I go to their house and stay overnight. And I started about four years ago on an app called Rover. And I Mm -hmm. finally just pulled the trigger and started off on my own, have my own official business now. So I've been doing that um, for about four years now. I was a zookeeper actually before that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. It was really fun. So yeah, it gave me me a good footing to to kind of, you know, jump into what I'm doing Uh now. And, um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's my full-time job. I am obsessed with animals and it's so much fun. Oh, that's wonderful. So you primarily do overnight sitting. Do you do any kind of dog walking or pet visits or anything like that? No, I was doing walks and visits when I was on Rover. Um, but now since it's, um, I I started on Rover when I was living in Hawaii. So it was a much, a much smaller community Got it. and, um, it was a lot easier to kind of get from point A to point B and fit those in as many as I could throughout the day. But I'm kind of a bit more spread out now, Uh um, within about a 45 minute radius. So I'm, I'm strictly doing overnight now. Okay. Is that your primary job or do you have a another source of income. Nope. This is, this is it right now. And is that sustaining? So got it. it. And is it working for you? Barely. I mean, I, I make ends meet, but I'm, I'm living Mm -hmm. on very little to say the least. I'm living with family. Okay. Um, 
I've struggled a lot in the past with um, physical health and mental health. So I actually just Mm -hmm. had a hysterectomy last year. And so just getting through that and the recovery has been really difficult. So I'm very thankful to be in the position to have my family's support. Um, So that's been really nice. But the goal is definitely to be Uh self-sustaining, you know, and to get out on my own. And when you think about your future, let's say like a year from now or a year and a half from now, what is your dream when you think about that in terms of what you're creating right now? Yeah, I would love Mm -hmm. to have, so I've also incorporated some baking and selling pet treats. So I would love for that to be my kind of Mm -hmm. main job, so to say, and then have two or three Uh employees or independent contractors um, doing the pet sitting Mm -hmm. for me so that that's still part of the brand. Um, And then I would be focusing more on the pet treat or yeah, the the dog treats. Okay. Got it. And have you created those currently and sold some pet treats? Yeah. So I'm actually selling. um, And where do you do that? I'm in one local (laughs) store right now. Um, so I have, I have a deal with them, but, uh, I sell at craft fairs, farmers markets, and just kind of, you know, um, direct to customer. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, great. So you're already, you have a foothold into that industry already, and you're already in one store. That's incredible. Thank you. So tell me how, yeah, we're going to kind of tease this out a little bit through a number of ways to get you to kind of facing in the direction of where you want to be in terms of this year, year and a half long plan. So how did you get into that one store? Did you approach them and say, I have these dog treats. Tell me about that process. Yeah. So, um, I actually was a part of a, um, business group that, uh, that I kind of got this idea from. And so I just kind of took it and ran with Mm -hmm. it. I started messing around with with recipes and then I gave a bunch out to Uh to test tasters, you know, at my local church and people Uh in my my area and they were a hit. And so I just said, okay, I guess I'll just try this out. And so I bought some, you know, Uh product bags, some labels, um, you know, had all the ingredients on it and just, um, just started sending emails pretty much. I was just, Hey, I have wow. this new product. I'm a local, you know, small business. I know you're also a local small business. Uh-huh. So if you're interested in, you know, mm-hmm. supporting each other and, um, one store, they're mm-hmm. actually, um, fellow Christians. And so they just decided to take a leap of faith uh-huh. on me. And, um, Aww. and it's been really That's great. So sweet. They've, been, yeah. they've been really nice about everything. Uh-huh. So, Oh, that's great. And how are the products selling in the store? So the one... Are they selling? The one big drawback with the product that I started with was that they needed to be refrigerated. Um, But since then, I got a dehydrator and the shelf life has Mm -hmm. like doubled, if not tripled. And so they don't need to be refrigerated anymore. Um, So that's just kind of been started to roll out because I needed to have the time Uh to to test the shelf life before I actually went to them and said, okay, 
hey, you know, we can, you know, we can have these out. We can do little sample bags out on the counter now because they specifically Uh bought a a small refrigerator for my products to put right at the the register. I know. So it it made me feel. How sweet is that? I know. They've just been such a blessing. Wow. Um, But I did want something that was going to be able to, um, you know, sustain itself and not be so, um, so uh-huh. specific to the location and the environment that can kind of fit all different, yes. you know, sort of environments. Uh-huh. So by dehydrating, mm-hmm. it can, it doesn't necessarily need to be in the refrigerator, right. correct? Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that's great. And that'll help you, I think, expand to other stores. Have you approached pet stores? So since getting the dehydrator, I have not. So that is going to be like my main focus. Um, But around here, pets are huge in like the, because I'm in North Idaho. Mm -hmm. And so it's beautiful. Everyone's always outside Mm -hmm. during the summertime. There's local breweries and coffee shops that I think would be very, a, a perfect target market. So I have a whole list of places in mind. It was just getting that to the uh-huh. getting my product okay, to great. the point where it didn't need to be. Everyone needed exactly. to buy their own refrigerator. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, great. So you have now created a product that is more, in a sense, user friendly yes. for the shops that are going to be carrying it, and that's going to enable them to sell more of your products, right. and also ha- not have it be so time dependent because. It's not going to be as perishable. Yes, exactly. That's great. Okay, got it. One thing you might want to look at doing is having a subscription-based product business because that could then create the kind of bread and butter for your business so that you have set money coming in that's going to support the business. So that could be an option. Maybe you offer subscriptions for you know, every month where they get a certain number of treats per month. Um, They could also give it as a gift to people who have a new dog. That That is a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah. Wow. The other thing I would recommend, this just kind of came to me, is reaching out to rescue groups and perhaps offering some of your treats as well as a coupon for, you know, their next treat bag and to also include where they can get those treats. I don't know if the stores would be able to have a coupon, but maybe they just become aware of where the treats are, right? you know, without the coupon also, but you could have information about your subscription based treats. You know, if the pets really love them, then that could be a really great way to begin to, market to those new pet owners who want to care for their pets in the best possible way, including giving them delicious treats. Yes. And I speak from personal experience because I have a rescue dog who is currently gnawing on a bone and boy, would she love one of your treats. (laughs) Let's see if I can show you. That's Lily. Oh, hi Lily. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Oh my she's gosh. amazing. She's very she preoccupied. An amazing little creature. She is. She's very preoccupied. <laughs> 
Did you know that in addition to coaching pet business owners on this podcast, Kristen Morrison also offers private one-on-one business and life coaching sessions, as well as group online classes. Kristen's rapid-fire private coaching sessions will help you get the answers to your most important business and life questions. Rapid-fire sessions are 25 or 50 minutes. If you have one or two specific questions or business issues, this is a fast way to get you pointed in the right direction. Kristen also offers Best Year Yet coaching to help you create an empowering roadmap of 10 business or life goals for the next 12 months. You'll learn how to set powerful monthly and weekly action steps to keep you on track to accomplish even your biggest goals. You can start Best Year Yet coaching at any time of the year. The Best Year Yet starter package includes a two-hour private coaching session with Kristen and goal-setting and tracking software to help you stay on top of your goals all year long. Or if you'd like to book a vacation and experience a day of private coaching, you can take your business and life to the next level with an immersive coaching experience when you book a VIP coaching day with Kristen Morrison in either California or Hawaii. When you book a VIP coaching day, you'll receive customized business and life coaching with Kristen as your guide. You'll also learn what you need to find and hire great staff or attract profitable clients or customers, or both. With a VIP coaching day, you'll receive a full day of customized coaching to help you get unstuck in your business and your life, plus a lot more. If you'd like to spend a full day with Kristen and learn how to leap over your roadblocks and create systems and strategies that enable you to work on your business instead of in your business, the VIP Coaching Day is for you. In addition to private coaching, Kristen teaches live webinars and online workshops. These classes enable you to watch, listen, and learn from wherever you're at in the world. If you're not able to attend the live class date, simply sign up and you'll automatically receive the recording the day after the class. New webinars and workshops are added to the website monthly. The VIP coaching days, private coaching sessions, and monthly group classes give you many options to take your business and life to a new level of growth, satisfaction, Satisfaction and profitability. To find out more, go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash grow. That's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash grow. Or go to this episode's show notes page to find out more about Kristen's private coaching and online classes to begin transforming your pet business or personal life right now. To find out more, go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash grow. So... Those are some action steps for you to take, my dear. Um, Now that you've got the product really solidified in terms of shelf life, not needing a refrigerator, you know, also being able to say that you have your products in this particular store, the store that you've partnered with, can open more doors for you to have them in other stores. Sometimes that first store is the hardest one. Right. But what I would also recommend doing, do you have a website for this particular product-based business? Awesome. So So, great. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of one of my questions was because I am kind of, I have two facets of my business right now, the pet sitting and the dog treats. Yes. And I have all of my information on my one website right now. And so I'm just kind of... Okay. Just trying to figure yeah. out if that's the right way to go about it. If I need to separate them, if, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just kind yeah, of all here's new. What, here's what I recommend. 
Yeah, I understand. I think it's great to have the treats alongside your pet sitting website. That being said, though, I would get a product-based website too. Okay. Um, You'll probably get product sales from your current pet clients. So I wouldn't change that for now. And that's also enables you to give that information to the stores that you're going to approach. Okay. But what you could also do is to create your own product website. So who created your current website that has your pet sitting and the products? I created all my website. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. And so what do you use? Is it Wix, Squarespace, WordPress? What do you use? I use Wix. Okay, great. So what I would do, what is the name of your product-based business? So I I have just one name for everything all-encompassing right now at this point. Okay. It's called Treat Your Pets. <laughs> so like Treat Yourself, but it's Treat Your Pets. Is, that is so cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is adorable. It's so cute. Thank you. It's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So treat your pets. So what you might want to do is just, um, I don't know. I'm just thinking because the pet sitting side is named treat your pets, which works too. But how do we create a website that's just for treat your pets treats, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what do you call those? Is are Do you call them treats or do you have a particular? Yeah, I just have one um, product right now that is the peanut butter dog treats. Um, but I'm okay, great. thinking about doing, you know, cat treats or different, you know, I've started experimenting yeah. with sweet potatoes. Great. So, yep. Awesome. Okay, great. So what you might want to do, I know it's redundant, but it might be like treatyourpetstreats.com or something like that. Yeah. You know, just so there's a different website that is particular for just the treats. Yeah, I like that. Or the other option would be to change. You could just have it treat your pets and that becomes the pet product. And then maybe you have treatyourpetspetsitting.com, right? Okay, yeah. So that might make more sense to go in that direction because Treat Your Pets is such a good name for a treat company. Right. I don't know that I would mess with that mm, at all. Yeah. And that may be the bigger direction that you end up going. So when I think about... Like, right. I'm also a part of like this business apprenticeship right now. That's like a 12 week long course. And we're talking about 10 year goal, you know, okay. one year goal and everything like that. And Wait. 10 uh-huh. years, I, we were kind of talking about the idea of possibly adding in, like you were saying a membership site, but I, um, they yeah. had brought to my attention of, you know, product base, but it could also be a resource for, pet owners of all pet industry um, businesses in the area. So like dog groomers and, you know, um, pet trainers Uh and photographers. So that's kind of what I was, I was mulling over the idea of treat your pets 
being kind of the all-encompassing umbrella of everything oh. pet industry related in the area. But wow. I'm not I'm not sure. Okay. We haven't really gone into that too yeah. much, but that's just kind of that was okay. the Got idea it. so far. Yeah. It's it's kind of mulling around in your head. So when you say all of that, are you thinking you would hire like pet photographers, groomers? What what does that look like if you were to have the umbrella of treat your pets? Right. Um, so right now, I at least... And maybe I, you don't know yet. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's kind of... I'm just mm-hmm. kind of going off of what I already have as far as contacts in mm-hmm. the pet industry, you know, business in my local Great. area. I've started a Facebook group for pet providers, you know, in North Idaho. And um, uh-huh. so even just kind of being like a directory base of, you know, yes. of just having all of that information that, that new oh, pet parents yeah. or new pet parents to the area can come oh my gosh, yes. and just have all of the resources that they need. I just had three people talk to me today. Hey, do you know a groomer? Hey, it. are you available for this? Or, you know, so wow. I, I'm already kind of a, a hub yes. um, because I've already done the work yes. in connecting with other people. I love it. I really hear that. So it could be a directory so that you're not actually providing the services, but people are paying to be a part of that directory. Right. And maybe it starts in North Idaho, but then it expands like all over the country, right? Right. We don't know yet. Yep. But a lot of times things start in a particular area and then I see treat your pets as this, it could be like an, a nationwide brand, really. Yeah, that's really the goal. So what I would do, my dear, yeah, and I feel that, you know, I kind of, it's, I can kind of tune into the energy of a business. That may sound really weird, but it's kind of like a person, right? Mm -hmm. Businesses are like people, yeah. And so what I feel for Treat Your Pets, I feel like, wow, it could be big, like really big. Yay. Um, it start, but everything big starts small, right. right? Or most things big start small. And so there was something I was going to say about this. Oh, I really, if you haven't already done it, I want you to get the trademark for that. I have not. business name. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, that's going to be an action step that I want you to do. You can go to, I'm going to give you the web address to go to. Okay. okay? So do you have a pen and paper you can write down or you can write down on your phone? Okay. It's USPTO.gov. And the acronym is for US Patent Trademark, USPTO. Okay. Patent Trademark Office. Okay. .gov. So... What I would recommend doing is actually getting a trademark attorney to help you get the trademark. Okay. It takes about a year to actually get it, but what you don't want to have happen is to try to get the trademark yourself and then you get rejected. And then I had this happen. So Mm. I had my business name. I, I went to go get the trademark for it. It can be a little tricky to do it as somebody who is not a trademark attorney. Okay. It got rejected. I got a trademark attorney to help me, 
And he was able to push it through. Wow. But, you know, that wasted a lot of time. Mm. And I don't want you to waste time. Yeah. Because it actually starts with once you apply for that trademark. Okay. So here's the thing. I want you to do this within the next couple weeks because I'm going to, I'm not going to release this until after you've done that (laughs) because I don't want to put this out there into the world and have somebody else take that Mm. amazing name before you have. So once you start the process, that's like putting the flag in the ground saying, this is my name. Doesn't mean that you're going to get it. It just means that. If it's available, you will get it. Mm. If somebody else already has it, you won't. But the best way to get it is to have a trademark attorney help you. Right. Now, the easiest and, and most inexpensive way is to go through LegalZoom, okay. which is a membership site for uh, legal help. And you can just do it for a couple months you know, while they're in process to help you set up that trademark or I think they have a minimum of two months that you have to sign up for the service. That'll be a really inexpensive way for you to get a trademark attorney because they do tend to be very expensive. Um, The other thing that you might want to do is look into SCORE, Service Corps of Retired Executives, and see if they have a trademark attorney who can help you. I would start there actually before you go to LegalZoom. If they don't have somebody to help you, then you could you could go through legal zoom or you could search online for low cost legal aid. That's the third way. So try score first. Cause that would be free. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I would just search on online for low cost legal aid, North Idaho or whatever, you know, Boise, if that's the nearest big city to you, you know, whatever is the nearest big city to where you okay. are. Right. And then, you know, if you don't find something there, then go through legal Zoom. But make sure to find a trademark attorney who's actually in Idaho or, you know, has is able to practice in Idaho. Okay, yeah. It's going to be important for them to get the trademark for you. Yes, thank you. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you got a lot out of that session with Gabrielle. A reminder that this is a two-part session that I did. It was one session, but I split it up into two parts. The next part is very different from the part you just heard. So if you'd like to dive into part two, you can do that. You can go to that episode right now. Also, you can check out the show notes page, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast. 126. That is the number 126. And you can read an update about how Gabrielle is doing now. You can also find a link to apply to be coached on the podcast if you would like to do that. I would love to work with you. That's what Gabrielle did, and I welcome you to do it too, to apply to be coached. All right, take good care. Have a beautiful day or evening wherever you're at in the world. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, 
please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.